I figured it out. <laughs> Voice of Reason, the, the solid, uh, hold it down, the beige rage, and the agitator. The Breakfast Club. Everyone just kept telling me to prep for this. One word to describe The Breakfast Club would be black. Impacting the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for, like, news and really be tuned in, man. It, it, I don't even know what it's called The Breakfast Club. It's like brunch. Envy, ye and Charlemagne. Wake that ass up, get out of bed, and listen to The Breakfast Club. I'm waking up. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Pump day. Yes, it's Wednesday hump day. We are hell. Middle of the week. Middle of the week. What's happening? Woo. So now you're a Bucks fan, huh? No, I'm not a Bucks fan, but I'm a fan of the city of Milwaukee. Drop on the clues bombs for V100.3. V uh, no, V100.7, I'm sorry. Milwaukee is the first city to ever syndicate the Breakfast Club. And uh, I'm right now wearing a Chris Middleton jersey because Chris Middleton represents the A43. And I'm always rooting for everybody from South Carolina, in particular Charleston. Chris Middleton with the Portugal High School. I've never heard okay? you being a Bucks fan. I even knew you had a jersey until they won. Oh, man, shut up. I've been mm-hmm. talking about the Bucks and Chris Middleton for the, since the whole playoff. Not you don't off. really have a team. Exactly. I'm not like you. All right. See, you claim the Knicks I'm a New and you claim the Giants, but whenever any team from New York is hot, you jumping on the bandwagon. That's what you, you just did. You just, yeah. Yeah. He just claimed he doesn't Carolina. have a team. He I don't just have claims a team. No, my <laughs> team. My team. I'm the Knicks fan. I'm a Giants fan. But if any team in New York make, gets to the playoffs, I rep, I rep New York. No, I don't. I'm, I don't. I, I'm a I New Yorker. Do that. I don't. I don't, I, don't, I, don't have an, I don't have an NBA team. I like uh, individual players. Just like, you know, a couple weeks ago, I had an Asia Wilson jersey on. You know why? Because that's the 803. That's Metro. That's the Columbia, South Carolina right there. Okay? But I'm always rooting for everybody from South Carolina, so salute to my man, Chris Middleton. Drop on the clues bombs for Chris Middleton. Don't know the brother. Never met him. But he went to Portugal High School. He reps the low country to 843. Salute to him. And Milwaukee. Because, Milwaukee, like I said, Milwaukee's a great city. And they're the first city to ever take a chance on this ghetto-ass, raggedy-ass show, The Breakfast Club. So yes, blame them. Yo, well, congratulations yes. to the Milwaukee Bucks. They Absolutely. beat the Phoenix Suns last night uh, after a 50-year dry spell. So congratulations to them. Uh, we'll talk more about it in front page news. We'll tell you what the Greek Freak did and what the team did, which was it was a good game. It was a good series. It was a really good series. I enjoyed it. I don't know if it was a good series. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, no. Phoenix Suns won the first two games and lost the last four. It wasn't, it wasn't really a, a great series. Nah, I'm not saying it was competitive. Uh, last game was competitive. This game Bucks was won four in a row. Yeah, but that's they didn't win the next own. The next Bucks series was a good series. This was a good series, too. Nah, well, nah. I just want to publicly thank DJ MV. Why? Um, yesterday, I forgot my whole wallet at home, and he let me borrow his credit card for the day. So thank you. You kind of uh, bullied me, but I let you slide. I didn't say, hey, take my credit card. She was like, hey, I have a wax today, and I haven't got a it's wax not in a months. Wa- it's not a wax. It's laser hair removal. Oh, I got a laser hair removal, and like, I haven't got it in months. Uh, I'm going to have to miss my appointment. Give me a credit card. <laughs> I said, okay. I appreciate it, though. Thank That's you. That's not a little crazy. It's really right hard there. to be. I think somebody, some, some questioning need to happen. <laughs> well, no, Envy did say, he was like, I have to tell my wife that That's what I'm charging saying. this because I don't want to ask questions. Does your boyfriend know about this? You paying for waxes? 
No, I'm not a wax. I'm it's laser hair removal. I don't give a damn. Is, she, is it coming off your vagina? I need to know why the hell you paying for that. You can get other areas laser hair removed. She didn't have Nobody any money. said your vagina. So she didn't have any money. So, so what part did you get removed? My vagina. Exactly. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, it, it, it could have been a mustache. It could have been under your uh, under It wasn't, though. Hair. But it wasn't. Okay. Actually, the only reason I didn't do my underarms yesterday was because if you're in the sun, you can't get laser hair removal. You have to use sunblock or you have to make sure that area is covered for like a couple of months beforehand. So they told me to come back for that. What was wrong? You, you having a little trouble? No, I just like laser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why you? Why he needed his car? No, she I said forgot she my left wallet, wallet at home. home, and she had to go oh, to an appointment oh, here. Oh, I'm about to say, she left her wallet at home. Yeah, out here doing all type of. It just doesn't feel good to be moves. out all day without your wallet. That's a difficult yeah. thing. If it's ever happened to anybody, you left your wallet at home and yeah. trying to move around without it, it's like you can't do anything. He had to lend me money sometimes when I left my wallet at home. Because yeah, he is a hell of an entrepreneur. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. You got all your money tied up in investments. <laughs> like if they don't have Apple Pay, <laughs> now the only reason I didn't use it, they did have Venmo at the laser hair removal place. So I was able to Venmo the money. I was like, yeah, let me, I got to tell Gia this because if not, you know, Gia's going to be like, laser yeah. hair removal. Can said, you imagine that, seeing over, that on your statement? Over vagina. I said, if Gia calls me, I'm going to be like, what? I don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah, play with me if you want. Imagine seeing that on your statement, you wife. You're like, what? Laser hair removal? <laughs> nah, I don't even want that problem. Man, All right. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Uh, ESTG will be joining us this morning. Hey. That's uh, Yo Gotti's newest artist. He's from, from Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. So CMG we'll Business. In a little bit. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about? Jeff Bezos went to space and back yesterday. We were watching that as it happened. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Come on. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, the Bucks beat the Suns last night, 105-98 in Game 6 of the NBA Finals. They would beat, they uh, won the series 4-2. Dropping a clues bomb for the Milwaukee Bucks, man. Giannis had 50 points, 14 rebounds, God, 6 mercy. blocks, and 2 assists. Yes, he did. Middleton had, uh, how many points did Middleton have? 17 points, 5-5. Five and five. And uh, it was a great game. I, mean, I saw I DDG it. wrote that Giannis is better than LeBron. Who wrote that? A DDG. Mm. Nah, see, everybody, everybody got to stop being <laughs> prisoners in a moment. Like, stop. Yeah, okay, like, stop. All right. <laughs> All right, is he better than Brian in the present moment? Probably. But, uh, you know, the whole totality of the catalog? No. That's LeBron James. Come on, stop, guys. So Chris Paul said he is not retiring. He said he's ready to get back to work. All right. Dropping a clues boss for the Milwaukee Bucks once again, man. Milwaukee is the first city to ever syndicate the Breakfast Club. Got a lot of love from Milwaukee. Uh, everybody that listens to us on V100.7. And Chris Middleton is from the 843. The Low Country, baby. Charleston, South Carolina. All right. And Jeff Bezos went to space and back yesterday. We told you it was an 11-minute trip. And here's what he had to say about how it felt. On how it felt. Oh my God! <laughs> my expectations were high and they were dramatically exceeded. The zero G piece may have been one of the biggest surprises because it felt so normal. Almost like we were, as humans, evolved to be in that environment, which I know is impossible, but it felt so serene and peaceful and the floating. It's actually much nicer than being in full one gravity. All right. Now, people were not excited about this remark that he made about Amazon employees and customers who actually paid for his trip into space. I also I want to thank every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer because you guys paid for all of this. How are people mad at him for that? He's telling the truth. That's like when we thank listeners. I mean, I guess uh, some people felt like it was a little tone deaf because a lot of Amazon employees have been complaining about the conditions 
uh, that they have. And it really shows a divide between the wealthiest Americans who don't even pay taxes versus the uh, ordinary person. It's not like they had a choice. It's not like they said, hey, let's all come together and send Jeff Bezos to space. I don't know that I would have said that. But guess what? The customers have a choice of who they support and who they spend their money with. I don't know anything about the workers. employees have a choice on where they work. (laughs) That's right. I don't know anything about the worker situation. But thanking thanking your customers because they support your business, what is wrong with that? You know, I think that for some of the workers, they're like, you know, we're on our shifts, we're on our feet for 10 hours a day. It just felt a little... So who's mad? The workers or the customers? Who? What they? What line are they mad at in particular? Um, I think it was the, yeah, the employees. It just felt a little toned up to say it like that. Well, Thank you for paying the semi. Thanking you, We're employees? about to get to that. Not to his employees. All right, now he did donate $100 million. And, uh, well, two, to two different people. Right, mm-hmm. $100 million to two different people. One of those people is Van Jones. Here's what he said. Can you imagine grassroots folks from Appalachia, from the hood, Native American reservations, having enough money to start disrupting poverty, to start disrupting pollution, to start disrupting the $90 billion prison industry together? If you take people on the front lines and their wisdom and their genius and their creativity and you give them a shot, they're not just going to turn around neighborhoods, they're going to turn around this nation. That's what's going to happen. And I appreciate you for lifting the ceiling off of people's dreams. The other person who got $100 million is is, um, Jose Andre, who's a chef who started the World Central Kitchen, his nonprofit, to feed those affected by natural disasters. No, are people mad at Van Jones and Jose for thanking Jeff Bezos (laughs) for the $100 million? Gave him $100 million, $200 million. Mm -hmm. It's for charity, though. Yeah, they can donate that money to charity, or they can share their wealth, according to Jeff Bezos. It's all up to them, whatever they decide to do with it. Oh, I thought it was just for charity. No, they can give it all to their own charity, or they can share their wealth with other charities. It's their own charity, so they can use it for. Oh yeah, yeah, their, the mo- yeah. but the money's for charity. charity. Yeah, yeah, the money's for charity. It didn't go to yeah. Van Jones' pocket. It's nah, for charity. Nah, 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 nah. Mm-hmm. The money's for charity. All right, well, that is your front page news. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah. Hey, what's up, Trav? Hey, what's up, Yee? Hey, Trav. Hey, Star. Peace, sis. What's happening? I'm like highly upset this morning, yo. What's well, I'm like highly upset this morning because there's a thick tongue bitch out there named Roland Ray. Who was out here scamming people? I'm so embarrassed. I got scammed by Roland Ray. How'd he scam you? So he does these like promo posts. I pay. You know he has like a large gay fan base. Mm-hmm. So I paid him to post my video. Mind you, the whole time I'm talking to him, he's talking back. He's so nice. Soon as I send him the money, guess what he did? Went ghost. Blocked you. you. He went ghost. Mm-hmm. And then I reached out to him like, cause like, yo, I'm broke, so I be needing my money. I know that's so right. I feel like harassing him, like, bro, where's my money? Like, like I really want to like, if he wasn't, oh, like, if he wasn't he's what? In a wheelchair and he's handicapped, so I'm trying to be nice about it. Mm-hmm. But I really want to smack the <laughs> down. But if he, if he paid you to do the thing, <laughs> did he just do the promo? No. No, he didn't. He never did the promo. He never he posted Trav's video. Well, I want to salute the Rolling Ray for the unexpected blessing that he received. Um, you know what I'm saying? Salute the Rolling Ray. You know what I mean? He came up. Sometimes you, you know you pray donation. for you pray for a blessing. Cool, <laughs> you pray for a blessing, and you just don't know where it's gonna come from. Sometimes. Trav, send so me the link. I'm gonna post it in my story. Well, how much you paid him, Trav? I paid him seventy five bucks, but that's a lot of money for me. 
Oh, that sucks. God bless you. Send it to me. I'm going a, I'm to a do a swipe up for you. <laughs> you want him to send me $75? Uh, look, look, look at no, it, look at it like link. you made a little donation, Silly. Trav. That's all. You made a little donation. That is messed up, You though. blessed somebody. I really want to kick him. I really want to kick him out of his wheelchair. But anyway, hey, man. Question, are you sure that was his Instagram and not somebody else? I am positive it was him. Like he was talking to me and everything. Then as soon as I sent him the money, all communication. His, his, his Instagram is I am Roman Reigns. I know it was him. Okay. Wow, all you right. got scammed. All right. Well, sorry yeah. for you, Chad. All right, y'all. I'm Damn hurt. Man. Bye. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, big chocolate, the toe sucker. How we feeling, family? Oh, oh, Blessed, black, and highly favored. How are you, sir? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank the Lord for his blessings. Two things. One, a joke. <laughs> what did Angela E. say to Charlemagne when they started working Who is together? Angela E.? You mean Angela E.? <laughs> but I don't know yeah, what. Angela had it, too. What did she say when they started working together? What did she say? She said, stop wearing my high heels in the studio. <laughs> now, that's funny. Now, listen. Next time, rich white man, uh, bring an extra crispy black cigar-smoking Negro named Charlemagne into space and leave him on the moon. All right? Thank you all. Oh Have a blessed God. day. Take care, peace. Have a blessed day, big chocolate. It's <laughs> gracious. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Cap, y'all. How y'all doing this morning? What's up, that's Cap? That's a terrible name, Cap. Come on, man. I'm, hey, I How can no I believe anything you say with a name like Cap? I thought he said Kev. I, I was here before that phrase. I was here before that phrase, Oh, okay. Man. What's okay. up, Cap? Hey, check it out, man. Cap. Uh, anybody else get nervous that these people went around these spandex pants? Yeah, Charlamagne Char- 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 wearing all the time. Man. Yeah, Charlamagne wearing what now? Time. Wearing what? Spandex. No, nah, I don't wear no spandex. I could, though. <laughs> What's wrong with spandex? I don't wear no camel toe, neither. Ain't nothing wrong with the spandex. <laughs> Just the camel toe was making America nervous. <laughs> Why is camel toe making America nervous? You ever been somewhere with your woman, man, and somebody walk in and boom, there, but you got to, like, act like it ain't in the room, but you know it's over there? <laughs> I ain't never paid it no attention. What I'm about sorry, moose bro. knuckles? What about what? Moose knuckles. Oh, that you had to ask some two fellas right there about that. <laughs> what is moose knuckles? <laughs> Just Google it. Nope. Nope. I'm not having that. <laughs> <my> not. <laughs> Both of y'all know what that is. Stop it. No, what, what is, is it? it? Is that Whoa. Oh, is that the print? Where do you take this from? <laughs> what is Moose Knuckles? Look in the Urban Dictionary, sir. Eh, let me take a peek. <laughs> All right. Yes. Well, Kev, I'm sorry you're scared of you're scared of spandex and camel toes. Moose bro. Knuckles. That's what men get. It's a it's a clothing line. That's who. I, yeah, that's a clothing line. It I can't. I actually have a moose knuckle coat. I saw, when I Google it, it's a clothing line. Look in the Urban Dictionary. Oh, my goodness. All right. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051 If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's going on, man? It's Rip from Detroit, dog. What's up, bro? What up, Rip? No, Rip. W-H-P, man. Oh, Whip, whip, like like, like whipping up that cocaine. I whip my hair back and forth. Okay. I'm on a vent right now. First off, ye, I love what you do for Detroit. However, I just came back from Las Vegas for a week, and now I gotta come back here. Uh. Wait, wait, why are you yelling, Whip? Why are you yelling? We can hear you clearly. He's sad. He was in Vegas having the time of his life. Detroit is what I have so much fun when I go to Detroit. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, because you come, you do the little DJ thing. And I you get leave. It, I get it. Mm-hmm. Exactly, you leave. I got to come back here. Listen, Detroit has been crazy with the rain lately. Oh, my God. We've been flooded out twice, man. Twice. Mm-hmm. I missed one of them, so that was a blessing. But come on, man. 
And you seen that fight outside of Shake Shack? And you seen that woman that um ripped that guy out of the, the barber chair by his dreads because he stole her car? I seen that. That was funny. But we ain't got to talk oh, about yeah. the negative stuff with Detroit. There's so much positivity going on. I thought that was pretty positive. She went and got her car back on her she own. Did. She dragged Beat his, his ass. ass out. <laughs> Flattened her own tires, too. Yeah, that, that, that was a little rough, man. That was, a, that was pretty bad, man. But it's all good because I'm coming to hang out with y'all. So uh, just go the way. Let me get one of those spots on the radio. I'll be with y'all. Come on. No, nope. All right, nope. come on. Come through. Nope. Thank you, Yee. You love us in Detroit. I love us in too. Well, these <laughs> spots are earned, not given, sir. Bye. Are you sure? All right, All right, man. All right, y'all. Love y'all, boys. Thank love you, you, King. All right, bro. Have a good one. Yeah. Good show. Good Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? DJ AD, Angela Yee, Charlemagne of God. I'm What's blessed. good? There you go. Get it off your chest, brother. Hey, uh, man, um, I'm blessed. Uh, I'm here today. My friend Emmanuel is uh, graduated. My sister, uh, Wumi graduated. My name is Mide, uh, DJ Envy. I was at your car show. One of the greatest days of my life. Without a doubt, Cartella's the spot to be. Anyone, this is where you gotta be. Thank you so much. True Charlemagne of God. Shook ones. Thank you. Oh, uh, thank you, King. Thank you so much to anxiety. Thank you. No, thank you so much. It was a hard time, man. That book really saved me. I'm not going to lie. That's what it is. Oh, man, I got another one for you, then. I'm going to send you the Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health by Dr. Rita Walker. I'm going to put you on hold and get your address because, you know, I'm just a person who got some experiences dealing with my own mental health issues. Dr. Rita Walker is an actual expert. Her book is amazing. Charlamagne, I'm going to meet you one day. Sorry, not. I'm too thankful that I get to hear your voice today. Love, King. So much positive energy, bro. And thank you for coming through the car show. Really appreciate it, brother. Of course. All right, man. You have a blessed day, man, and have a good one. And we appreciate you for supporting. You hold on, all right? All right. Thank you. All right, brother. All right, man. Get it off your chest. Make sure to get his address, Dan. Send him this book, please. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and find out what person is launching their own talk show. If that should give you a hint right there. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. That's a great record right there, but that's definitely one of them records that uh, you turn the windshield wipers on and and, and drive even when it's not raining, too. Mm. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Tom Brady. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So Joe Biden welcomed the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the White House yesterday, and Tom Brady had some jokes. Now, let's forget, everybody looked at Tom Brady like he was super tight with Donald Trump, and these jokes are kind of poking fun at Trump's claims that he actually won the 2020 election. But we found our rhythm. We got on a roll. Not a lot of people you know, think that we could have won. In fact, I think about 40% of the people still don't think we won. It's nice for me to be back here. We had a game in Chicago where I forgot what down it was. I lost track of one down in 21 years of playing, and they started calling me Sleepy Tom. Why would they do that for you? All right. I don't, I don't know what Tom Brady and Donald Trump's relationship are, but I mean, you can make fun of your friends. Yeah, actually, two two little jabs, really. Yeah, it's two jabs. Yeah, because one was Trump and one was about, at, at Joe, Sleepy Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sleepy Tom. Yes, so, I mean... It sounded very scripted, too, by the way. It definitely sounds like somebody <laughs> wrote that. <laughs> he even turned to Joe before he even delivered the, uh, the Trump line. Like, yeah, make sure you laugh, <laughs> Mr. President, because when you laugh, everybody else is going to laugh. 
All right. Now, Viola Davis has a book coming out. I'm excited for that. I'll definitely read that. That's going to be coming out next year. It's mm-hmm. called Finding Me. It's her memoir published by Harper One. And that book will go on sale um, April 19th. She did that in partnership with Ebony Magazine Publishing. According to the description, they said it's her inspiring life from her coming of age in Rhode Island to her present day career. It's a story of overcoming and a true hero's journey, deeply personal, brutally honest and riveting. And let's be clear, that journey will start in South Carolina. Viola Davis is a St. Matthew, South Carolina native. Drop on the clues bombs for Viola Davis. Okay? Can't wait to read that. They say here it starts in Rhode Island. I'm just telling you the facts, she. Okay? She was born in St. Matthew, South Carolina. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. just reading from the release. <laughs> <laughs> Demi Lovato is teasing their new talk show and talks about filming their new sex scene. So that new talk show is coming out later this month, and they revealed the show's new promotional poster, the Demi Lovato show streaming July 30th, only on the Roku channel trailer coming soon. So it will be some conversations that can be difficult, but they said, I've never been one to shy away from speaking candidly about things. We wanted to create a space that normalizes living your own truth, where people can speak, engage, and more importantly, learn together. So no topics, no lim- uh, no nothing is off limits. Opinions are welcome. Demi Lovato also talked about filming their first sex scene as well. And they said they had a little anxiety going into it, but the cast and crew were so professional and easy to work with. It calmed them down immediately. All right. Now, ex-host Dr. Ian Smith of The Doctors has filed an unlawful termination complaint against the distributor Viacom CBS uh, production company Stage 29 Productions, Dr. Phil's son, Jay McGraw, who heads the firm and the show's executive producer. Dr. Smith says that the executive producer, Patty Giano, sexually harassed him, was hired to co-host the show in 2013 for a sixth season. But the suit says he wasn't invited back for the seventh season after he voiced these complaints regarding discrimination, which he experienced and observed. He said, among other other things, African-American hosts were on fewer shows than white hosts. African-American hosts were paid less than white hosts. African-American hosts were not in as many integration segments as white hosts. And there were not enough African-American producers. Uh, According to this lawsuit also, where he talks about the executive producer, Patty Chiano, sexually harassing him. She, he said that she approached him last year about becoming the solo host of the show following the killing of George Floyd and the civil unrest around the country and said specifically there had been racial issues uh, during he said there had been racial issues during his first tenure and unfair treatment. But she assured him things had changed for the better. The show would be committed to fair treatment. So he returned and she continued to ignore his concerns about diversity. And he says that she actually hired more white producers and then sexually harassed him and would comment about his physique, suggesting that he should wear tighter shirts to show off his guns more. Can't say things like that. Wear a tighter shirt and show off your uh, muscles a little bit more. All right. Now, Ashton Kutcher will not be going into space. He sold his space flight ticket after his wife, Mila Kunis, advised it was not a smart family decision. He had actually paid two hundred thousand dollars in 2012 for a ticket from Virgin Galactic. That's the space company that was founded by Richard Branson. And he said he was supposed to be on that next flight, but he will not be on it. But at some point he is going to go into space. The wife recently just said that. I think uh, she might have said it a while ago because he bought that ticket back in 2012. Yeah. After you see a couple of successful space flights over, what, in the span of a week, you might change your mind a little bit. Like, you nah. know what, maybe it's okay for you to go up there. Yeah, <laughs> back then, he said after he had kids, uh, his wife was like, I don't think it's good for the family, so he ended up selling his ticket back. I get it. Basically, she's saying, you might die. You might die. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, after seeing a couple successful ones. You still might die. I don't know. 
All right. It's always a risk. Mm-hmm. Always. All right. Young M.A. has shut down these rumors that she's pregnant. I saw that was making the rounds <laughs> yesterday. And this all came from an interview that she did with Headcrack. Do you see yourself being a parent? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to be married by then. I want a boy and then a girl. That's it. I told my girl this. I'd rather a boy first because he'll be the one taking care of his little sister. All right. Well, Young M.A. posted, of course, my girl is the one that's going to be pregnant. That's why I looked at her and mentioned her. SMH, you're bored, but I get it. Sell your stories, and we're working on one now. Okay. Get it, Young M.A.? I love Young M.A. And that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, we got front page news coming up. What are we talking about? Yes. In Texas, the Senate has voted to remove teaching requirements, saying that the KKK is morally wrong. Also, teaching about Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech, amongst other things. We'll tell you about it. So, wow. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Don't let weak hair hold you back. Carol's Daughter's Goddess Strength Collection supports hair as it gets longer for hair that's 15 times stronger after one use. Available at carolsdaughter.com and your local retailer. Hey, morning everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Now, congratulations to Milwaukee and the Milwaukee Bucks. They beat the Suns. Uh, last night, 105-98. Drop on the clues bomb for the Milwaukee Bucks, man. Giannis had 50, 14, 6, mm-hmm. and 2. And he also won the NBA Finals MVP, so congratulations to him. City of Milwaukee is a beautiful place. First city to ever syndicate this raggedy-ass show called The Breakfast Club. Salute to V100.7. Barely was happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Chris Middleton is from the 843 Portugal High School alumni. So salute to him bringing the championship back to the Chuck. Now, after the game, Giannis Antetokounmpo had this to say about how he could have joined a super team. I couldn't leave. There was a job that had to be finished. Coming back, I was like, this is my city. You know, they trust me, they believe in me, they believe in us. Even when we were like last, the city still was like on our side. And, you know, obviously I I wanted to get the job done. But that's my stubborn side. Like, it's easy to go to a super team and, you know, just do my part and win a championship, still one. But this is the hard way to do it and this is the way I chose to do it. And we did it. He's right. He didn't have to D-ride to get his chip. He didn't leave Milwaukee for bigger cities, team up with other superstars. And that's why, you know, that one ring in Milwaukee means a lot more than a lot of rings people have won won in other places with those super teams. Well, he did joke about leaving after that. I mean, when you were 19, I think you were at Summer League, and you tweeted something about, I'm not leaving Milwaukee until I win a championship. I'm out now. Can I I leave now? I mean, that's your call. I want to trade. I was thinking about that last night. Have what? we seen one of these super teams in this era really work? Seems like all of the super teams have underachieved. Nah. The Miami Heat underachieved when it was Braun and D-Wade and Bosh. They, they got a ring. They won one in a shortened season. Golden State got a ring. I mean, Golden State was already a powerhouse, though. Well, they still got a Golden ring. Golden State got it, but they, they seem like those teams should have got more than one or two rings, right? Boston was, I mean, uh, Brooklyn was supposed to get a ring, but injuries. <laughs> He still can. I'm just thinking, when you think about, like, the Bulls when they won six, or, like, Magic won five, Kobe mm-hmm. won five, it's just, you know, I don't, I don't know. It just seemed like those teams underachieved. All right, now there's a new bill that just passed the state Senate in Texas, and they said Texas public school students would no longer be required to learn about the Ku Klux Klan or that the group's white supremacy is morally wrong. They also have uh, things that used to be required that are no longer required, like teaching about Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech, uh, the writings of women's suffragist movement le- leader Susan B. Anthony in Native American history, they're no longer required staples of Texas education. The latest Senate Bill 3 passed last Friday, 
It's seemingly a response to critical race theory, specifically the controversial 1619 project from the New York Times. So I'm confused with this. I'm confused how they just pass these laws and just it's okay. Like, this is weird to me. It's not weird to anybody else. State, that's why. Well, all of this really feels like white people are going back in time to try to rewrite history. It's like when the Avengers went back to get the Infinity Stones to reverse the world from the snap. These white supremacists are trying to reverse the world from the black. Okay? But instead of trying to rewrite history, how about correct history? You can never change what happened, but they can be restored of justice. Now, state Democrats in Texas are saying this measure ties the hands of the teachers. They said, how could a teacher possibly discuss slavery, the Holocaust, or the mass shootings at Walmart or in El Paso or the Sutherland Springs Church in my district without giving deference to any one perspective? So. I don't think it's I don't think it's passed uh, through the House yet, though. I think it just passed through the Senate. Yeah, so it still can uh, get shot down. But, you know, they, they did vote to remove that teaching requirement. That's crazy. All right, Taco Bell has been hit by nationwide ingredient shortages. They said that uh, they fell victim to supply chain shortages in recent months. They posted a message on their website to warn customers some of their menu items might be temporarily unavailable. Sound like a Jamaican restaurant. They said, sorry if we can't <laughs> feed your current crave due to national ingredient shortages and delivery delays. We may be out of some of those items. They did apologize for any inconvenience. Well, at least they're telling us. Jamaican spots never tell us till you get there. You okay. know, there were other issues too. Chick-fil-A <laughs> in May started limiting the number of free sauces that you get with each order. Two sauces with each meal and three sauces for 30-count nuggets. And in June, Starbucks reported on social media that many of their favorite summer drinks weren't available, like peach green tea lemonade and very berry hibiscus refresher. Why are people acting like this stuff is real and they got to wait for it to grow? <laughs> it's all GMO anyway. Like, what's going on? Well, there's shortages, like, with the supply and getting uh, things here, like ketchup packets. They said that was a really widespread shortage, too, in recent months. They're not making ketchup? Well, you know what we well, need Well, you know what There's a lot more takeout orders. And it's so you got to think they don't have enough of the supplies here because so many people are taking food out. Easy fix. Everybody, we need to have, like, a, a go into your house and all them ketchup packets you got just sitting in a drawer <laughs> somewhere, all them Chick-fil-A sauces you got yep. sitting in a drawer somewhere. Let's just have, a, like, a nationwide, what would it be, a recall? You just bring them back to the location? Does ketchup go bad in those packets? I don't know, but you know, like they tell you, they Not encourage the time people to throw to, those out. You know, they get all sticky and they're stuck together. Like a give back, they encourage people to yeah. turn their guns in. That's what you're saying. Yeah, everybody turn your condiments in. Everybody, your we, duck sauce. That's right. We all. Sauce, I'm packets. telling you, go yeah. in your kitchen right now. You are part of the bad. problem. I am. The re, you're a reason that these restaurants have shortages right now because you got all these condiments in your drawers that you don't even use. And the Why do we do that? And the Chick Fil A, the the top of the uh, of the Chick Fil A sauce now is is cheap because it opens up fast. Like it, it, a couple of them bust in my uh, in my drawer the other wow. day. Wow, in your drawers? We're busting in your drawers? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, I thought I heard the okay, same thing. Well, I thought I was tripping. Your front page news. Whoa, this guy <laughs> he busted is in his drawers off that Chick Fil A. This guy is different. Don't ever let nobody. Now that's tell a great you advertising. That TJ is not different, man. <laughs> Chicken so good make you bust in your drawers. <laughs> the sauce. Damn. The, too late now. Too late now. Bread. And be already busting your sauce. Stop saying it. What, busting your sauce? I don't think that's, a, don't think that's a problem. Uh, me neither. No, nah, I'm with you, ye. I'll yeah. defend you on that one. I don't believe that. Defend me. You right. said it first. <laughs> no, he didn't. He said it first. <laughs> I was talking about the... You know what? Forget right. it. When we come back, ESTG and Yo Gotti will be joining us. All right? Yes. We're going to kick it with EST. G and Yo Gotti when we come no, Clean back. up your drawers before they come in at me, <laughs> please. He's a new artist. He's popping out there. And yeah, I hate y'all, man. I you really hate us? Hate yes, I hate y'all. All right. Breakfast Club, good morning. Everybody's be making it worse. The Breakfast Club. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest, a special guest in the building. Biggest rap CEO in the game, would you say? Yes, Yo Gotti and one of his newest artists, ESTG. Welcome. What's, What's happening, on? my brothers? <laughs> How y'all feeling? Like, yeah, yeah, too. Like, man, I don't like being up this early. I just want to say, if y'all look at the TV, that um, Jeff Bezos just went to space and they're landing right now. It was an 11 minute trip. That was that big trip to um, space that they just went on. So you can yeah, see they minutes. just damn 100 million, 100 plus million minutes. dollars for 11 minutes. Mm -hmm. minutes Would you do it? Would you want to go to space? Got it, got it. To live up at nah. for one billion. I'm saying for free. Would you be scared to go to space? No, I don't know. So ESTG, let's let's start from the beginning now. Let's look, tell the people who don't know where you from, how you got into the game, and, and, and all of that. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. I started rapping in 2018. You used to play football, right? You was a linebacker, I, yeah. I read. You got a scholarship to Indiana State. Yeah. You, so did, did, did you have NFL dreams? I tried. tried my best. You know but you decided not to, not to do it. You, you dropped out and said, I'm not and doing it. I ain't had no What was that moment? I got, I got locked up. I had called a case, and they kind of messed up my financial aid a little bit. What was the case yeah. for? Uh, trafficking. Was you fast for a linebacker? Yeah, I'm fast, period. <laughs> Even now, still? You still athletic? Just, I was, I'm like that. I ain't, I ain't one of them. I, ain't, I was always everything. Fast, strong, everything. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was born like that. Unless yeah. we had to tackle it. <laughs> I had to do it in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so you dropped out. You, 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 take it, you start taking rap more serious. No, I didn't rap at all. I didn't rap until I was... You feel me? Until after that, so that ain't have nothing to do with me mm -hmm. taking real serious. It just, I don't know. I just started rapping. I started rapping. It was like the end of 2017, and my uh, my people they was trying to give me the book, uh, baby, little baby. This is when it's when my dog and first was coming out, mm -hmm. and they sending me a shit like they was like, man, just give us 7500 or 8500 something, so we can book him. He, you feel me? He's the next, shit. and I'm looking at his videos like. Shit. What I'm like, you feel me? I mm -hmm. do the same shit. like how he was talking, what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And we the same age. I'm like this. You feel me? I can try to do this. Shit. I don't know. And you feel me? Then I bought me some equipment. Just recorded myself in the bathroom like three songs. Let my partners hear. It. And then I had got put on house arrest, so I couldn't leave the house. You feel me? And that's when I had to. I ain't have to, but I feel like that's where I really like mm -hmm. was recording every day. You feel me? Cause I. Yeah, and then else to do. Yeah, I was stuck. You mm -hmm. feel me? Everything like, happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You on the first record on the new project? You said you might, you, you might have signed the drama, but you chose Gotti. Did I, hear, did I hear that right? Yeah. If I wasn't this, I'd probably been signed with DJ Drama. That's what I said. Nothing. It ain't no knock on DJ Drama, but I feel like, you know, I love everybody over, but it's like I ain't fit in really. You feel me? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Drama then was on the phone when I got shot. Like Royce, my man Royce over there. What you mean? Engineer. When I got shot, I was on the phone with them. You, you was talking to drama when you got hit? I was on the phone with Royce. I'm looking at the phone. That's how, I feel like that's how I got shot. I was looking at the phone, not focused. My, my brother driving. On everything else was weird. He was driving the cop on I was on the phone with them. Oh my God, shot. Damn. You got hit five times, right? Yeah, I got shot five times. Yeah, damn. How did, you, how, how did you bounce back from that situation? Are you still like in recovery mode? I'm straight. Yeah, shot once in my eye, four times in my stomach. I saw you almost went blind from that. I am a little bit. Like I can't really see for it on my left side, but it's straight though. Ain't you know, Gotti, a lot of a lot of the OG rappers, they like to criticize the young artists. What makes you embrace them with, with no judgment? Cause I'm one of them. Mm -hmm. You know, I was once living the same thing, approaching the same way. 
you know what I'm saying, trying to get out the same struggle. So I, I, I really understand. I'm like, you know, not just artists. Like, I still got little partners from my city who I understand. I understand why they doing what they doing. I only saying I agree with everything they doing, but I understand mm-hmm. why they doing what they doing. If you got a young hustler in the project trying to take care of his mama and get medicine for his mama and his sister, and like, it's easy to say just don't do something. Mm-hmm. It ain't that we condone it, but we just understand your circumstances of why you're doing it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I just understand them and I try to help them whenever I could. You feel like your company's underrated with all the artists you signed and everything that you've done and the, the much stuff that you've done for this industry? Moneybag got the highest selling rap album of the year right yeah. now. I don't know because, you know, when we talk to the CPAs, they respected it. Yeah, like I don't feel like nothing underrated cause I feel like everybody winning. You know, some people don't see it a certain way, but I think it is what it is. Now, ESTG, how did you get the name ESTG? Where, where does that name come from? I know your first name is George. Where, where did the name come from? That's my brand. Everybody shine together with ESTG. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh acronym, I think. Uh, b- bigger Than Life, what's that title mean to you, man? Like, no matter what happened now, you feel me? Like, like where I'm from I already, like a legend. You feel me? Like, this shit, like, bigger than life or death. So even if I do that, it ain't gonna it's just gonna make me bigger. Like, I got to the point where like you can't even, like I, you can't kill me. You feel me? Like my my story, like how I did this, shit, how me and my partners did this. Shit, like it's gonna go down in history where we from. Like, did you start thinking about death more after you got uh the shot? I don't know. Like my environment, like Louisville, real violent city. You know what I'm saying? Like if you look it up, like it's one of the most dangerous cities in the United States. It's one of the Got one of the highest opioid overdoses in the United States. Mm-hmm. Like, it was number one for a couple of years. Like, you faced with death a lot. But then after a while, just like, that's the only thing certain. So you get cool with it. Like, when I got shot, I wasn't. Like, I was telling my brother in the car, you feel me? Like, I'm finna die. You feel me? Damn, you felt that way? Mm-hmm. I felt like I was finna die. I opened the door. Because I thought the car was going to flip. So I was I was opening the door, like, about to roll out on the highway. Mm-hmm. So there wouldn't be no. Closed casket. I was thinking, Dang. and Rick, Rick telling me like, "Hell no, nah, bitch, we got shit to do. Hell no, nah, you ain't ready to die." I'm telling him like, you feel me? "Did you pray? Did you see God?" Like, did... I ain't praying nothing. He prayed though. I never heard Rick pray never in my life. <laughs> you remember the prayer? <laughs> he was just like, "Through God, anything's possible." And that's when I stopped talking. He put his hand on me while he was driving, and he kept on saying it. Then that's like, you know, part of a dance, bro. Oh, you got to get that tatted on you somewhere, bro. Through God, yeah. all things are possible. Yeah. That might have saved, I mean, I don't, Nobody. I believe in God. That might have saved you in that moment. For sure. And did you, did you turn up more after that? Since you, you know. Yeah, yeah, I turned up more. All aspects. You also had a lot of personal tragedy even after that. So how were you able to move forward even? Like, what did you have to do to get over your mom and your brother passing? I got no choice. I ain't. No, you don't get no choice. What else you gonna do? I ain't get over it. I just, it just what happened. Like, what I'm gonna do? Like, the world beat me. You feel me? Like, what I'm gonna do? Like, you gotta keep it moving even even with the yeah, grief. Hell yeah, hell no. Nah. You feel me? I'm gonna die one day too. You feel me? So it's just, it just go like that. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Yo Gotti and ESTG. Now, were you um upset when you looking at the double XL freshman cover? What's that? <laughs> Guess I'm not. Did they even approach you? Who? <laughs> God, do you feel like your artist should have been on there, right? G won the hardest out, man. It, yeah. It, you know, G won the hardest out, but it, it go back to the statement um, 
Envy asked me, do 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 I feel underrated? Mm-hmm. One of the things we 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 build on over here mm-hmm. is we know that we some of the best hustlers out. Shit like that don't verify us. They don't, you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like award shows or mm-hmm. uh, or magazine covers, cause we ain't never had it anyway. We want to touch the people for real and and really affect the streets and not just the streets, just the culture, hip hip hop culture. You know what I'm saying? So. If you get it, it's cool. Mm-hmm. If you don't get it, it's cool. That's how we be mobbed. Yeah, I, I want to know how they explain not having EST on there, though. Because, I mean, I... I, I don't I, even I, ask for explanations. Yeah. They ain't even tried to... I'm sure they tried to reach out to explain. I mean, no, we had, like, we had other people on there. Like, Doug was on there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, Doug on there, and it's mm-hmm. cool. Doug go rock out. But mm-hmm. we don't be, like, hitting another line, like, YG ain't on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. We, don't, we don't be, like... We we good. We be good what right. we get, and we be good what we don't get. That's a glaring Again, omission. We, though. we just hustlers. Like we we come and what we come from hustling from. Nothing would never gave to us anyway. So mm-hmm. we don't be mm-hmm. expecting. What do you tell What do you tell your young your, your young artists when you sign up? You have a conversation because it got to be difficult going from the street life to the industry. Do you have that conversation? With you want this money? Are you don't? That was a <laughs> 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 you want this money or you don't? It's legal and money. It's, and, it's yeah. not, and it's a different type of money. It's a different level. It's a different tax bracket. It's a different... You think you get money. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to show you how you get some real money. Yo, God, he got a goddamn you know mountain and a waterfall <laughs> in his backyard. I be seeing this <laughs> in the pool. I'm like, is this nah, in a mountain? for real. Nah, <laughs> they really do, though. Really God, he got do. skin. That God, he they got do, he do. He really <laughs> see that? I think yeah, I brought you to the crib yeah. when I first beat. Like you second, saw that? Like second, third, me. You know, like you got to come to the crib. How, how inspiring was that for you? I mean, he was, I don't know. I was like, damn. <laughs> then it's so open. You feel me? When you up there, it's just open. Yeah, yeah, You feel me? Just, I don't know. That shit was cold, though. Like Did you said, my shit got a big waterfall. Not no, not <laughs> what no, is that? I got a waterfall in, in my backyard, too, on my pool. But he got a real waterfall. No, like a mountain. Man, I thought I thought, I thought God he was out on yeah, I thought he was like out the country. Jump off. <laughs> then, then, then behind it, then behind it's like a cabana, like a little kick in the area over top of it. But then it's one in like when you, inside when you go in the waterfall, like behind the what? Cold. 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 How much yeah. that cost, guy? What first of all, what do you call that? He said, How much uh, does it cost? <laughs> just a just a spot. Just a spot. You have a name for the waterfall? <laughs> Gotti Land right there. CMG Islands. CMG Adventures. That's exactly what it is. CMG Adventures. DSTG, what was it like the first time you did a show in Louisville when things were popping off for you? Do you know? Can you recall like that first time when you were like, damn, it's really happening? The last time I did a show in the city, it was at. This place called Mercury Ballroom. That bitch was sold out. That was when I. That was before all this though. They got like a. They ain't f-ing with me in Louisville like doing shows. Like they feel like it's like it's gonna be dangerous. You feel me? So like I just try to have a show for my birthday in May. I try to have a show. They was none of the venues like none of the big venues like I need. None of them was trying. You feel me? We had to get all type of <laughs> signed. Like they was the city really be tripping some like a little bit like like the LMPD like that. Like they called Jack. I remember they called Jack. They told his manager and uh, I think drama. You feel me? Like that Jack don't need because it's like when Jack first was going on his little tours. Like he used to bring me out to some shows and they called down there. The LMPD called down there and told him like he need to stay away from G. Like he like his danger follows him around. Woo woo woo. Mm-hmm. It backfired on him for real because 
Jack, you know what I'm saying? You know how, like, a lot of white dudes, you feel me? Like, if they be friends with you, like, they be friends. It ain't like <laughs> being friends, you feel me? Like, they, <laughs> they, like, they be friends with you for real, you feel me? Like, for real, like, Jack was like, hell no, nah. like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, hell no, nah, that's my guy. You feel like he knew me his whole life, he just met me, mm -hmm. you feel me? So, I don't know, the city be kind of tripping on me with them show, but that's what I'm trying to do, like, a lot. Like, I, I did Karen Civil. Welcome to my neighborhood, like shoulder around and shit. Like, I'm trying to make bring like some positive light to the city for my type of people, and they right. know that my type of people listen to me. Like all the young in the city, they gonna listen to me. Like where they from? You feel me? Yeah. So, so they trying to make it like I'm, I'm trying to make it like where it's, I don't got like this negative stigma. On me, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of our goals to change, like to change the narrative. Yeah, change you know what I'm right. saying. I talked to him about that all the time because I went through that same situation in Memphis. Like we got to get in there, and, like you know what I mean? Because we want to invest in the city. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, we want we want any city we doing business with. We want to put money back in the city. We want to put opportunity back in the city. So we got to figure out how to change the narrative. So we can do big concerts, you can do big concerts, bring big artists in the city. Mm -hmm. You know, and just different give backs, you know what I'm saying? Like we wanna we wanna make sure that we we support Louisville how they support G. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, you know, G you said what made you wanna remake that uh that, that classic Negro spiritual? Four hundred <laughs> degrees. <laughs> by by Juvie. That ain't no play play that record. Yeah, that's a, that, yeah, that sounds crazy. What made you wanna do that? You killed that little baby killed. It, it ain't no it ain't cases. it ain't no like they just played the beat, I think Burline. You feel me? And it just came up. It wasn't even no big thing. Like everybody feel like it was like a like we planted. I just put. I didn't even know they was gonna get on it. We just all that baby studio, and I put my verse on there. And then Doug was like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on." He went in there and put his on there. Then Rollo went in there. Then we came out like we're standing in the parking lot, and because baby was asleep. Went back in there like 30 minutes later. Baby had a verse on that bitch. You feel me? No, he baby went stupid on yeah, he that. He went crazy on it. Now, now Gotti, you, you, you the OG. Did you tell him, man, y'all can't play with this one now? Yo, <laughs> they, they they sent me that joint. When they sent me that joint, I'm like, yo, this it. We got to go in. We got to do this the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah you know. Juve always been one of my favorite artists, so... Mm -hmm. All right, well, let's get into it right now. It's featuring Little Baby, 4-2 Doug, and Rilo Rodriguez. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah, How was yeah. that? How was that experience? That was hard. That was hard. I don't be knowing, like, like how people be taking to my Because I'm me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm kind of defensive. So, it be, you know, when you doing music, you can't really be like that. You got to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, somebody might want to come take a picture. Like, we just standing outside now. Man, walk up on me with his girl. Like, when we take a picture, like, damn, you want, you want your girl to take a picture of me? <laughs> like, you can't be like that, though. You can't be like that with people. Like, people really be. But I don't be knowing, so when I do it. My friend, that ain't crazy. You don't think that's crazy? That's no. crazy. Like, I would never yeah, give my bitch. Yeah, crazy, but then when you think about it, you know, he, he ride to you all day long. Oh, and man, I would never get my older phone talking about take a picture of me and this man. <laughs> <laughs> Hell nah. You gonna get a lot of that though. You're gonna get a lot I done seen it. I done seen it. I was like, man, that's cold. You feel me? But so when well, I came out birthday, if best, though, if, if she be like, babe, take a picture of me and him, that's even worse. I feel like I'd be like, hey, baby, get in a picture with him. I'm gonna take a picture of y'all. You feel me? Like that's a girl thing. You meeting the artist, like, yeah, my baby, you got the boom. I made sure you got a picture with that. Boom. But imagine somebody never think they're gonna meet you in person and they happen to run into you and you're like, I'm I with gotta my catch girl, you. You got moment. to readjust it. <laughs> I'm with my girl. I'm with my partner. Hey, bro, take this picture. That's cool. I asked my cameraman, like, here, can you take the picture of me and him? 
I'm not giving the phone to my my girl. Like, no, I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> no, I see what you're saying. Me and this man's girl take a picture. Come on, you take it. Who's who's Hell nah. who's a man that inspires you? Like somebody you see and you like, man, that's somebody that inspires me. Got it. Okay, so before you knew God, no, <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing it. If I'm with my if I'm with my brothers, you feel me? Then yeah. yeah. But if I'm with my girl, no. <laughs> I'm not saying her, that makes a lot of level. sense. I can see it. I understand I why you feel that way. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I'm a girl, I, I wouldn't think there's nothing wrong with that. I no, get in it. The back of your mind. <laughs> I get it. Because just the way the male ego works, it's a part of you that's like, damn, if I take this picture with this guy, maybe my girl might be like, why I'm with this guy? Yeah, I need to be with this guy. <laughs> take the picture with <laughs> Hell, you feel me? Yeah, like for real. What like, if it was yeah. like Michael Jordan or something? Somebody you never really see like that. No. Damn it! It's not happening. No, no, no! Oh my gosh! We walk away like, damn, baby, did you see that? (laughs) Nah, she's gonna be like, what? Maybe I just been messing with the wrong girls, my like, I don't know. Maybe they got my, you feel me? What? But I ain't trying to show no. I'm not that goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't trying. I ain't trying to leave it up for grabs. What about Jeff Bezos? What if it was Jeff Bezos? He just came back from space. He owns the richest man in the universe. I can take take us to space too, baby. (laughs) 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 We can go. Matter of fact, I know Pluto. We can call. We can go up there. We can go up there. We gotta take no picture. No. You got. You got Pluto and Thug on the record. On the new project. Yeah, yeah. Pluto and Thug. They went crazy. I was supposed to have Drake on there because he was mad that he ain't get the. He texted me like, bro, this is a classic. I'm mad I ain't get on. He said that when he was just start going out the country or something like that when I sent it to him. On that so, record, that same is, record. So he ain't wow. get the. He ain't yeah. get the. He ain't get the. Really get in the studio. Mm-hmm. But I sent him a couple more songs. He's supposed to have did them, but of course he gonna hold them. You know what I'm saying? If he did, put his verse on them. But Dang. what if he takes one of the records you sent him and says he wants to put it on his album? You cool with that? Go ahead. But we gonna get it. We gonna get it. We gonna get everything. Everything. <laughs> make sure we gonna make. We gonna make sure everything's everything. Right. You feel me? But it's love though for sure. Drake. You know what, I'm what about this album you supposed to be doing with Bryson Tiller? Uh, man, I gotta just get with Bryson. Bryson wanted me to pull up on him a couple times, but I just be getting caught up. You know what I'm saying? But Bryson, I feel like that'll be hard, like for the city. You know it's gonna be mean? a softer side of ESTG. We gonna hear some love songs. I'm a lover. It'd <laughs> be happening for me like this. I'm a lover, though. Mm-hmm. I got two sons. You can't mm-hmm. have no daughters. I let you know. <laughs> He's trying to say he wasn't a hoe yeah, out here in these streets. Yeah, I'm a lover. Mm-hmm. It just happened like that to me. I've been abused. Mm-hmm. You said you've been abused? I've been abused. By I women? Some, nah, yeah, by life in general. I <laughs> You need somebody to help you deal with your traumas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you trust? Is it hard for you to trust women, being everything that you've been through? Man, girls is crazy. I'm telling you, they be. Y'all follow me on Instagram. I be, I be letting them know what be going on. Like they be a girl. She better leave her whole life, everything she got going behind, just to come sit in the studio with it. Like you feel me? Like I done seen where a girl be acting like she's so a hundred, and you feel me? Just I'm sorry, I'm all for you. Woo, woo, woo. You feel me? Let's say this is one of my partners. You feel me? I'm watching this shit happen. She's one million. She gonna do everything. She's with whatever. And he just met her. You feel me? Somehow he see the close friends on Instagram. 
<laughs> you feel me on the close friends though you feel me on the you know that's a different that's different ain't it Solomon close friends man she's on her you feel me she's on her doing her thing with somebody else you feel me she's going shopping but at all the time while she's shopping she's texting him and she, you feel me hey lord have mercy you feel me yeah baby I'm you know what I'm saying but it's a cold game that's why I friends. said it's it doing it like that it's, but but it go down like that, like being on this, cause I done been on both sides of this shit, you feel me? Mm -hmm. So being on this side of it and seeing it now, I'd be like, damn, this shit's scary. Like, and you been and the guy taking the girl shopping? Nah, hell You nah. said both sides? Nah, I mean both sides, like, <laughs> it happening to me and it happening. The girl chilling. Yeah, it yeah, getting, yeah, 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 yeah. getting happened on. You know and what, what rapper like took I, your girl? <laughs> nah, not necessarily a rapper, just with Somebody more money, money. Yeah, like you know yeah, how it be. Yeah. Like if you saying the, if I'm saying the same thing, like you look good, I want to take you out. And then a with a million dollars tell yeah, her, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. look good, I want to take you out. She gonna, you feel me? Like she might feel it a little bit more coming, and it ain't, it might not be right, but that's just what it is. And she like, be like, take a picture of us. Yeah, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> you done, you done asked her to take a picture of you and this. <laughs> he DM him. Um, man, you lost. It's over with. Yeah. Was you that girl that took a picture of me and that girlie? But yeah, man. It also depends, up. like, what kind of woman are you looking for? What you mean? I mean, are you meeting women that are like on Instagram trying to thirst trap, or are you? I ain't real really life? looking for nobody. I'm trying to get a hundred million though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's over for you at this point. Cause no girl gonna like you for you at this <laughs> no. point. No, don't say that. That's it's not the truth. It's EST now. That's what prevent, pre presents first. One hundred. God, do you, you ever think about doing a versus? Would you do a versus? Nah, nah, not at all. Nah. For what? You got a catalog and yeah, it's a celebration of all the music you didn't put out. I don't really see the purpose for real. For the legacy I'm trying to build, I don't think the legacy is you know I'm a better rapper than anybody. You think Jay Z will do one? I mean, ain't nobody for him to go against. Ain't nobody That's how I feel. Jay Z could go against yeah, Lil Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I study Jay and shit, so I say like um. You do the things that you're into, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, so I say five, ten years from now, we can do a, a versus how many artists got it broke versus whoever y'all want to put on the table. Mm. You know what I'm saying? How much paper got it brought in mm. versus how many, whatever person you want to put on the table. How many jobs we created throughout me, throughout him, throughout Doug, throughout Bag, throughout Youngster, and so on. You know what I mean? Right, like, I like how many people's lives we have, we affected changed. and changed. That's the verses I do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't care nothing about no words and shit. Well, the mixtape is out right now. Big hold on, hold on. I got one last oh, question. Mm -hmm. You said you said you had a book before you wrote a hook. And that, that's interesting because when I listen to your lyrics, I, I can tell you, you know, you got a story. But were you an actual writer? Was that, did, were you an actual writer before rap? Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so explain to me. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> we talking about it. Yeah. Oh, that's something else. Okay. Yeah, no, never yeah, mind. No, 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 no. It ain't something else. It's a book. <laughs> Hell no, nah, nah, nah. nah, book. True, true. Okay. All right. We appreciate you, brothers, for joining us this morning. Mm -hmm. Mixtape is out right now. Yo, Gotti. Bigger than life or death. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club.
Well, Kanye's Donda album is going to be dropping on Friday. He has a listening event for the album, which we talked about yesterday. That's going to be happening tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern. That'll be in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It'll also be live streamed via Apple Music. We did get to hear a little something. And this is a song with Shakari Richardson. It was a uh, Beats by Dre commercial. And you can hear uh, part of that song, No Child Left Behind. Back again, I use my back against the wall Never caught on y'all, never count on y'all Always count on God He's done miracles on me He's done miracles on me Yes, mm. so that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you know that he's also donating thousands of tickets to the listening party that sold out tomorrow to HBCU. So he did put that's aside dope. five thousand tickets for the faculty, the staff, and students of Clark Atlanta University, Morehouse, uh, Spelman, Morris Brown College, and ITC. I mean, I'm intrigued to hear uh, new Kanye West music. I mean, it's Kanye West. When Kanye has the kind of catalog that he has, you know, you're going to check for his music. Now, from what I heard, there's not a lot of features. There's a little baby feature, uh, possibly a Pusha T record, as well as Griselda. So I saw Chris Brown tweet out that yeah, him I saw and, him tweet that yeah, too. Yeah, he might have a record. Yeah, so those are some uh, little spoilers that I heard that you can look forward to. But I guess we'll hear about everything after tomorrow night when everything's live streamed via Apple Music. All right, and. Uh, and he did have that private listening party in Vegas, but I think they didn't play the full album. They just played some tracks there. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, uh, let's talk about Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy. They have announced that they're acquiring a majority stake in Off-White. That's Virgil Abloh's company. So they're going to, uh, he'll he'll maintain a 40% interest in the company while keeping his current role. Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy is getting a 60% stake. So that's a big deal for him, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Right. And I do love the new stuff they've he's been doing with Louis as well as seeing all the commercials and people that he has representing Louis Vuitton so yes no details about the money <laughs> no details about the finances that's what you want to know you damn right you I know. a bird boy Why? I want to know some. that's good business I want to know what the business is like you sell 60% of your company I want to know how much you got for that right <clears throat> Well, what we do know is that LVMH has emerged from the pandemic with their shares of 60%. They had a great first quarter. So clearly they have some great money and their luxury brands are doing really, really well. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but I don't have details about the money, so they haven't revealed that. Mm-hmm. All right. And Naomi Osaka has a Netflix docuseries that uh, is going to be about her life on and off the court. So that is out now on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to see that. That's definitely going to be what I'm watching uh, this weekend because I'm a fan of hers and I like the fact that uh, I'm sure it was not easy for her at the top of her game to come out and discuss the issues that she had and step away but she did and people have been giving her a lot of flack for that so we want to make sure that we show our support what kind of world do we live in when you're getting flack because you want to take care of your mental health because you want to protect your peace mm-hmm. she's young <laughs> come so, on man you know I applaud her for that because a lot of times we just try to oh keep on pushing just push through it no if you need to take a break take a break damn right alright Conor McGregor has unveiled his 3.6 million dollar Lambo yacht Yachts are expensive, so for some reason, 3.6 don't seem like a lot for a yacht. I don't know if that's just me, but I always felt like yachts are super ridiculously expensive. I mean, not that that isn't, but 
uh, it's referred to as a supercar of the sea. Did you see this, Envy? Can you get this at the car show? Yeah, I did see it. Uh, I cannot get that at the car show. Because <laughs> it's a car show, not a boat show. But, well, uh, it's a Lambo boat, so I would think it's that it's six, a Lambo on water. 63 feet long. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And there's only 63 of them made available mm-hmm. to the public. So he got the 12th one in honor of his proper 12 whiskey. He was the highest paid athlete in 2020. He made $180 million, and that was largely in part of his whiskey company. So Amen. he's got it. Congrats to him, you know. <laughs> that's, his, that's his money. He earned it. You it spend is. your money on what you want to spend your money on. Absolutely. All right, now YG posted, and he is in good spirits about this. His daughter doodled on his Lamborghini. He said, my daughter I got effed up. How did she disrespect the Lamborghini like that? And he put a laughing, crying emoji. That's so. actually dope, though. When you see the world through the eyes of kids <laughs> and you realize that, like, kids don't even, you know, care about care that type about of stuff. They don't care about that superficial kind of stuff. She seen a white car and was like, oh, that's I could it. draw right on this. This is a great canvas. It's a blank slate. Word up. <laughs> that's, that's actually a great way to see the world. Yeah, he should leave it there. It's like art, you know, that might make it it's custom. more valuable. It's custom. Your daughter customized your, 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 custom. your car for you. YG, what kind of car was it? But if you park, it's a Lamborghini. Lamborghini. But if he parks it on the street, people are going to see that and they ain't going to start putting custom stuff on it. It never mm. stops. They're not a little girl. They're not his daughter. <laughs> yeah, so that car, they said, could be priced anywhere between 390000 to 400000 Now, that would be good for the car show, but it has to have the doodles on it. But he did post in his stories her cleaning it up. Mm. She's wiping off the... Um, the doodles. You ain't got these doodles on your Lambo doors, though. <laughs> All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Hey, man, there's a uh, city councilman in Alabama named John Tommy Bryant. We need him to come to the front of the con- congregation. We like to have a word with him. And please don't bleep anything in this, Red. I need this. I need this to breathe. <laughs> All right. I need, I need what he said to breathe, okay? Please. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here, and the General Insurance has been helping people save money for nearly 60 years. Take a closer look at the General and get the great low rates and quality coverage you deserve. For a hassle-free quote today, call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. This is America. There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes, you are a donkey. To the latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Uh, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. My wife is white. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. All right, Charlene, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? Well, donkey of the day for Wednesday, July 21st goes to Tarrant City Councilman John Tommy Bryant. John is from Tarrant, Alabama, and he's a city councilman, and he decided to use a racial slur during a public meeting this week. In fact, it was Monday night in Tarrant, Alabama, and John was being asked about controversial social media posts allegedly made by his wife about race. After being questioned, Bryant stood up. And well, let's go to CBS 42 for the report, please. In the past few months, we've shown you contentious moments at Tarrant City Council meetings, but tensions boiled over during a meeting Monday when neighbors questioned some recent comments by Councilmember John Tommy Bryant and also Facebook posts from his wife about race. I mean, I know I'm black. Do we have 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 a house nigger in here? Do we? Hey, do we? Would would she please stand up? Y'all are seeing this, right, Cameron? That's what Miss Freeman was called. <laughs> That's what the mayor called her. 
What do y'all think about that? Residents who were there say they are still in disbelief tonight, even if Bryant was repeating comments made by someone else. Waynette Bonham says there's no excuse for Bryant to use the word, and she's calling on him to resign. He was way too comfortable standing up and using that word in front of a group of people of color. Counselor Tracy Threadford is also calling for Bryant's resignation, but he says he's not going anywhere. If you had the opportunity to redo yesterday, would you change anything? Nigger, no. Because I did what needed to be done. It <laughs> needed to be brought to light what kind of a person the mayor is in the city of Tarrant. <sighs> Man, listen, these are the things old white men can do that the rest of us wouldn't even think of doing. All right, you would not stand up as city councilman and say any slur about the LGBTQ community. You wouldn't do that about Jewish people. I don't think you would do that about Asians either. And if you did, it wouldn't be cause for you to resign like it is in the case of John Bryant. They would be kicking your ass out, all right, dragging you by your feet. Matter of fact, they'd be doing you the way Uncle Phil used to do Jazzy Jeff. But it's the caucasity for me because folks really know who they can play with. And blackness is something that's always being played with. Now, I know there's people out there right now saying, well, Charlamagne, if you you don't want white people to use the word, then you shouldn't use the word uh, to you. I say, hey, maybe you're right, but don't victim blame. All right. Telling black people that it's OK for white people to call them the N word because we use the N word. That's like telling a woman she deserved to be sexually harassed because of what she was wearing. Do I struggle with using the word? Sure. Do I want to stop? Yes. Have I made an effort to stop? Sort of. But it's like sticking to a diet. It takes extreme discipline. But this isn't about us. It's about John Tommy Bryant. Now, let me put this in context. John Bryant was repeating language used by the mayor of Torrance, Alabama during a past executive session. Now, the mayor of Torrance is black. Uh, I believe his name is Wayman Newton. So he called Mrs. Freeman, the irony of her last name being Freeman. The mayor called her a house N-word, and John Bryant decided to repeat that. Uh, John Bryant, Mr. White Man, listen, you could have gotten your point across without saying the whole N-word. Just say the uh, just say the N word and make sure for the people who are just joining us to let them know you are repeating what someone else said about poor Miss Freeman. Now he was actually asked uh, why he decided to use the whole word. Listen, when the mayor called Bronco Freeman a stupid H N, and uh, you know he doesn't need to use that term in front of everybody and I thought that the city ought to know what kind of terminology the mayor uses and I didn't want him to get away with it. Now how can he use HN in that moment? Okay, but couldn't use HN when he was at the meeting and he said the mayor shouldn't have stood up and used it in front of everybody, neither should you. Okay, he didn't want to let the mayor off the hook. I don't think he understands the context of why the mayor probably called this person a house N-word. Now, I don't know Miss Freeman, so I don't know what she's about, but we as black people usually know why, you know, uh, we call each other house N-words. But once again, white people, you can't use the word like we do in any context. It will never go well for y'all. But when you're used to a certain level of privilege and power in this country, you don't have to think about what other people will feel about what you do or say. That's why when a lot of these folks like John Bryan are being held accountable, like people are holding him accountable, now he acts like he's being attacked. Accountability will always feel like an attack when you're not ready to acknowledge how your behavior harms others. When you look at the way they are pushing back on critical race theory, specifically the New York Times 1619 project, then you know they aren't ready or even trying to be held accountable. That's actually the main reason I think they are pushing back so hard and trying to, you know, revise history because they don't want to acknowledge what white supremacy has done in this country because then they may be liable for it. Best way to not pay what you owe is to act like you don't know what the hell someone is talking about. Now, is John Tommy Bryant racist? I know inquiring minds would like to know. Well, he was asked, listen. 
Are you a racist? A racist? It's according to what your definition of the word racist is. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what the public, what a lot of the public's definition is, I might be a racist, but according to what the true meaning of a racist is, absolutely not. So that's a yes. <laughs> I think, I, I think that's a yes. That sounds like a yes to yes. me, because if you're not, you'll be like, no. I don't even know what this means. He's like, I don't want to lie. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm not asking you what other people think or feel. I'm asking about you. You know you. You look at yourself in the mirror every day. You hear your thoughts. You know your conversations that you have with others and yourself. You know what you feel. If you're not a racist... That question right there doesn't require a complex answer, okay? <laughs> what do you mean by racist? Like a racist racist? It's the pause for me. Play it again, Ray. Can you play it again? Listen. Do we have a house nigger in here? No, do not that one. Not that one. Damn, Ray. Ray, you just oh like that one. to play that one again. I'm talking about the part, wow. the part where he was asked if he's racist, right? <laughs> a racist? It's according to what your definition of the word racist is. Wow. What, the, what the public... What a lot of the public's definition is, I might be a racist, but according to <laughs> what the true meaning of a racist is, absolutely not. That's like if you ask your man if he cheated on you. Mm. Well, he cheated. Well, it depends what you call yeah. cheating. It depends what you call cheating. cheating. <laughs> okay. yeah. If depends I put my call penis cheating. in, yeah. right, I had a condom on. <laughs> Some people might call me a cheater, but to me, you know, I don't, absolutely not. Okay. Uh, it wasn't me. <laughs> There really is no moral to this donkey today because I'm just repeating stuff we've talked about a million times before. White people shouldn't use the N-word. White people shouldn't be racist, blah, 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 whatever. I'm just making y'all aware of what John Tommy Bryant said, the way he claims he was making folks aware of what Mayor Wayman Newton said. Uh, please let Kathy Griffin give John Tommy Bryant the biggest hee-haw. Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Yes, ma'am. Eddie, I think you need to put ye in sensitivity training again because she be saying some wild What'd I say? Times. What did you say? I'll tell you off the air. What'd I say? All right. What'd I say? Ask what did ye. I say? 800 think you just trying to get her in trouble because of you, what you yeah. said earlier about busting drawers. No, I didn't say nothing and about no sauce. busting drawers. That exactly. made me uncomfortable. There you go, ye. Yes, 800-585-1051. <laughs> If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, I was talking about my Chick Fil A sauce. I don't know what y'all talking no, about. No, no, and I said it clearly. No, you made her uncomfortable. I said it clearly. Eight hundred five eight five one five one. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. What you want know? Baby mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for Ask You. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela hey. Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Hey, 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 hey. It's your boy, Love. VA, two up, two down, man. Okay. DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We still have you. Peace, King. I need you, bro. I need you, bro. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Y'all want y'all want to get a room? Y'all want to do me and you leave? bro? It's little, look, this is my issue. My lady, right? She work hard. She, she know what she need to do. We applaud her for that. An hour before she go to work. An hour before she go to work to be everything she need me to be. What can I do? Wait, you said you only have an hour before she goes to work? Yeah, an hour before she goes to work. Kids wake up. What can I do, baby? Okay, so that's the only time y'all have together. 
Other than that, I work night shift. I might see her when she get off. Cause when she get off, I'll probably be waking up, getting the kids from daycare. But other than that, I'm going straight to work. Okay, so I want to say a couple of things. First of all, foreplay can start outside the bedroom for you. And that means at night while you're working or for her while she's working during the day, y'all should be sending each other cute, sexy text messages. That way you really look forward to seeing each other. You should be sending yourself some good pictures, letting her know what you're going to do to her. That's where foreplay starts. It don't even have to start in the bedroom, especially when you know you don't have a lot of time, right? All right. Angela, yeah, I'm doing two push-ups right now, right now. Two push-ups? Yeah, girl, I, got, I ain't got that much time. I only got an hour. I'm going to put you in. <laughs> yeah. It's happening right now, real time. Wait, you're having sex right now? No, I'm trying to get busy. I done rubbed it down out the shower. She said she loved y'all. I done got on the breakfast club. I just want to shout her out. Baby. Where is she at? She's, She's in VA. She's there with you? Yeah, right now. Boo, say something real quick. Uh, and a, a couple of other things I want to say even while she's at work you could do really nice things like make sure you're sending her things to know that she's appreciated even if you could do things like making sure the house is clean whatever you can do to make her life a little easier and I'm sure she'll reciprocate because I can tell you guys love each other so just remember those things sometimes it's really the little things that matter the most matter of fact Angela you're right you're right look tropical smoothie on me boo <laughs> and by little things, I don't mean your penis, okay? Yeah, I wish that was, don't worry about it. We'll talk about that another day. Charlamagne, she threw shots at you. <laughs> what the hell else is shooting shots at me? <laughs> don't, listen, don't be thinking about me when you hear the word little penis, okay? I'm not synonymous <laughs> with little penis. Hey, boy, look. Hey, penis. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you're flirting a lot with Charlamagne. All right. Sir, uh, go spend some time with your wife, okay? Yeah. Why are you calling us? Go. <laughs> I thought he said that earlier, but I didn't catch him. He, he definitely like, said it earlier. He said, I'm okay. a little ugly ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's very affectionate of him. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you want to holler at Yee about relationship advice or any type of advice, call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Yes, good. This is Jalil. Jalil, what's your question for Yee? My question is, why is it that, like, I'm a faithful man, I go to work, I work two jobs, I take care of all my kids, I'm a black man. I'm a black man. Okay. And why is it that every time, like, my girl texts me, I have to answer, like, right away. But when I text her and stuff like that, it's, oh, my phone's dead, or, oh, the baby has the phone, or it's always, like, some kind of reason for, like, her not being there for me when I'm always there for her. Right. So she gets mad at you if you just don't text back right away. Listen, that's so annoying. Like if you text somebody and then, um, you know, they don't have to text you back. But then when they text you, if you just don't happen to see it because you're doing something, then they start texting the dot, dot, dots or the hello or OK, cool and all of that. Puerto Rico, she'll call me straight up like, why haven't you picked up the phone? What are you doing? I'm like, yo, I'm at work. Mm -hmm. You're at home. Right. Yeah. And I think that how long has this been going on? Was it always Man, like this? Going on for probably a couple of years. Now. I, I still don't know how to. Most of the time, I just be quiet and I just let it go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she got to check herself. You haven't done anything for her to act that way, right? It hasn't been some situations in the past where, you know, you no. cheated and you were. I'm a faithful man. I've been faithful to my girlfriend for as long as I can remember. I don't Did... do nothing but go to work and come home and take care of my kids like I'm supposed to. Did she have some past bad experiences with men? Uh, 
I, that's the thing too. It's like in our in our relationship, we don't like we should. And I would try to talk about things like this, but we never really have a real conversation about it. Like, yeah, y'all, you got to find out where this is coming from because it seems like for some reason that triggers her like she might have had some bad experiences in the past and you got to let her know, look, I don't know what happened to you in the past and we can definitely talk about that and I would love to, but I would never do anything and, you know, I'm busy, I'm working, that's what I got to do. And, you know, for the past couple of years you've been doing this and it actually doesn't make me feel good or secure because sometimes when people treat you like that it's because they're doing something themselves and so we don't want your mind to be thinking that either. That's where I'd be at because I'd be at work. Like right now, I'm on my way to work. And on certain days, I work and drive a truck at night. Like, well, I'm on the road. If I call you and you don't pick up, then I'm going to be thinking like, well, something's wrong or something's going on. But if she calls me and I don't answer, well, you, you have the time. I'm at segment, so you should have the time to pick up the phone because I don't work with people and stuff like that. But, you know what? Sometimes you got to do stuff back to people too. Like you said, she don't always answer right away, right? Yeah. So you should do it to her so she can see what it feels like and be like, it doesn't feel good, right? I hit you. You didn't answer me right away. And, and you, that's the part. Then, then she called me, oh, you're childish. Oh, it's always tip for tat. And I'm like, how is that? No, it's not really tip for tat, though, because you could tell her. You could be like, look, just so you can see, this is what happened. Because sometimes you have to show people examples. You have to say, look, when I do this to you, I'm not, you know, and you don't answer right away, I'm not making a big deal out of it. But then when it happens the other way around and you do, I don't think that that is fair in our relationship. It's not fair to me. And it's not making me feel good about what we have going on. Because a lot of times you have to express how you feel instead of being accusatory towards people about, well, you always do this. You always do that. You never do this. You have to say, this doesn't make me feel good. I'm at work. I'm already stressed because I'm working. And then you're stressing me out on top of that. You know, and you, we're supposed to be on the same team. It's always about teamwork in a relationship. Yeah, of course. I, 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 Your phone is breaking up, though. Oh, I'm sorry. I said this something that baffles me all the time. Yeah. And I think, you know, you have to express that. But sometimes you have to show people and be like, look, yesterday this happened. I didn't go off on you. And I don't think you should be treating me that way. You got to treat people how they how you want to be treated as well. Yeah. It's just it's just an ongoing battle. I don't know, man. Yeah, it sounds really. Yeah. And it sounds real stressful if you feel like you got to call and talk about it. But, you know, and I think, like I said, it's probably something that happened to her before that maybe she doesn't even realize she's doing it because of some past relationships that haven't been, uh, you know, maybe she's been cheated on maybe for whatever reason, but it's not fair to you. No, I don't I don't think so at all. I just. It's a constant battle. I just end up just being quiet and letting it go. No, yeah, that's not... You got it sometimes. The more you let things go, the more that is going to build up and you'll explode from it. Uh, you got to face it head on. And if this is like the biggest issue that you guys have, you know, you got to let her know. Sometimes these things can snowball into other things. And so you don't want her insecurities about your relationship to fester and grow. So let's try to nip this in the bud and not just let it go. Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to see how this gonna, what's, what's going to happen to me. <laughs> Look, y'all can get past this. I definitely feel like that. But you guys also have to learn how to communicate with each other. You said you've never had these discussions. It might be time for you to have these discussions. Yeah, she always, and I try to bring stuff up. She says, well, it's been this long. Why wait this long? I'm like, well, I work all the time. Like, I really don't have, I, like I said, even if I work all the time and I try to talk to her about it, even through the phone and stuff like that, it's like she's always, busy doing nothing which is like what everybody else is doing shopping or something like that see now now here's the real problem see how this is turning into other issues so now because she's doing this to you you're saying all she does is shop and she's not really doing anything 
right? Well, and I'm sure I, that I doesn't <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't make her feel good either. So now something like this where she's upset that you're not responding to her messages has turned into you being upset that you feel like she doesn't do anything, which turns into her feeling like she's underappreciated for what she does because you're minimizing it. Mm, I, I see what you're saying. But it's not like, like I said, it's not like I tell her this. Like, I wake up, I say, I appreciate you. I leave my card for her in the morning, whatever she needs. And, like, I, I don't know what else to do to show her anything more that I that I appreciate her. You know, she's the mother of my kids. I love her very much. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just it just blows my mind. Like, it just blows my mind. Because when I'm home, her phone's with her and all that. But when I'm not home, it's, oh, I'm busy doing this or I'm out doing that. I'm just like, it's just mad sus to me. So you think she might be cheating on you? No, I wouldn't say that. I'm just saying that if it was somebody else, she would be picking up the phone and, like, answering the message. But when it comes to me, I feel like I'm, like, the third person. She takes you for granted. Yeah. So that feels like, yeah. Like, I'm here. I take care of my kids. I go to work. You know what I mean? I don't don't know what more I could do to prove to her that... that, like, I'm worth sitting around doing all this for. Yeah, it feels like this is just representative of bigger issues that you guys have in your relationship. And I feel like these are things that you guys aren't communicating because, like you said, there's things about her that you don't know that y'all have never discussed. And it might be time for y'all to really sit with the professional before this gets even worse. Like I said, sometimes you got to get these problems out the way before they get even worse. Yeah. All right, well, thank you for answering our call. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, y'all have a good time. Shout out to Envy and Charlemagne. Peace, oh, King. Thank you too, Angela Yee. Thank Bye, you. Ask Yee, 800 We got rumors on the way? Yes, and a television series about Malcolm X is in the works. We'll give you more details. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has Well, even though he's being sued by Jay-Z and a court order is placing limits on what he's allowed to sell, Damon Dash is doing what he said he was going to do. He told Variety that he's going to start an auction for his third of Rockefeller Inc. And its sole asset, which is Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt album, he has a starting bid of $10 million. Now, whether or not Jay-Z will try to stop this auction as he and his lawyers did back in June when Damon Dash first attempted to sell his share. We don't know if that's going to happen yet, but he is including an NFT in the auction. It's called It's the Rock, representing certificate of ownership of the one-third share. There's two different closing dates listed for the auction, July 23rd at 5 p.m. Pacific time, and according to the site's main page, July 26th at midnight, if you look at the auction page itself. So a lot of confusing legal disputes leading up to this development, but... He is going to be auctioning his one-third, and he actually also posted this trailer for it. Rockefeller represented independence for guys like us. What I learned from that period of time is that I wanted to do things on my own. I really got into the artistry of it all, and I've always been fighting for the independence of artists. And I don't think an artist should have to compromise and give away everything that makes him special just to make a dollar or be seen. And what I also love about this is the artists still get bread when they sell their art when it resells. And you don't have to talk to a third party to collect. And if I come into an industry, I want to change it for the better. I wonder how much that one-third uh, share is worth. I mean, I know what it's worth culturally just for hip-hop, but I, but I want to know financially from a, a corporate standpoint, what is it worth? Well, the starting bid is $10 million. I wonder if it's worth $10 million. I don't know. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I'm but that's for the NFT, right? Yeah. Well, it's a one-third of... Uh, 
It's an, a third of his Rockefeller Inc. and that Soul as- Asset, which is Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt album. And it's also an NFT is included in the auction called It's the Rock. It represents a certificate of ownership of that one-third share. I wonder if you get like uh, percentages of merchandise and stuff like that when they use things from that, that era of Rockefeller. Remember when Biggs had that line? He had that. Didn't he have a he had a clothing line based off like Reasonable Doubt? Yeah, mm-hmm. stuff. It was real That's dope. A good question. I wonder. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I mean, I just wonder. I don't know. All right. Well, I guess it all remains to be seen. And Carmelo Anthony is turning his wine-focused YouTube series into a podcast with Cadence Thirteen, and it's called "What's in Your Glass." And so on that series, it's going to be launching. What's today's date? This launches tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay, July 22nd. It will be available across podcast platforms and on YouTube. He'll be talking wine with Mark Cuban, Andre Day, Shaka King, T-Pain, and J.J. Reddick. So he'll be talking to guests about sports, wine, business, entertainment, music, politics, and more. Okay. All right. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Her income has seen a very sharp dip since 2016, according to her tax returns. Because, you know, she's running for office. So that means that you have to actually give up your tax returns so that people can see how much you made. So if you had to guess how much uh, Caitlyn Jenner made back in 2019, according to her tax returns, what would you think? And just to give you some perspective, right, in 2016, she made $2.5 million in total income. I say 500000 I got to say Three hundred, three hundred fifty thousand. Five hundred and fifty thousand. Okay, right. So I won. Price is right. <laughs> yeah, you did. You were a little closer. All right, and there is a Malcolm X series in the works, and that's going to be coming from Malcolm X's daughter, Yasa Shabazz. So it'll be based on the novels X, a novel, and The Awakening of Malcolm X, both of which were co-written by Malcolm X's daughter, Yasa Shabazz, as well. I'm here for that. So X, a novel, follows Malcolm's life from his childhood, including his father being lynched and his mother being institutionalized against her will up to his imprisonment at age 20. And the awakening of Malcolm X picks up during his time in prison when he decided to join the Nation of Islam. You can never tell enough stories about Malcolm X, man. Greatest story of uh, evolution that 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 I've I've ever read in my life. All right, and Harvey Weinstein has been extradited to L.A. to face further sexual assault, assault charges per a court order. So they said he's now in the custody of Los Angeles County. His attorneys are anticipating that he will be arraigned on an indictment there. And he's facing a total of 11 counts of sexual assault in L.A. involving five women. He was found guilty last year in New York of first-degree criminal sexual act and third-degree rape. He's serving a 23-year prison sentence at a maximum security prison outside of Buffalo. He's also in declining health. He's 69 years old. His attorneys have uh, decried the lengthy sentence, and his legal team did file an appeal earlier this year saying a biased judge and a biased juror tainted the trial. But the charges in L.A. include four counts of forcible rape, four counts of forcible oral copulation, two counts of sexual battery by restraint, and one count of sexual penetration by use of force. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report, and that is my alarm so that I pay for my parking. All right, well, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, up next is the People's Choice Mix Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our Audible pick of the day is a year of yes. Shonda Rhimes, the brilliant producer of Bridgerton and Scandal, spent a year saying no to nothing. What happened? Listen and find out in this inspiring audiobook. Your first 30 days of Audible are free when you sign up at audible.com slash breakfast club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Yo, salute to uh, our guy, ESTG and Yo Gotti for pulling up, man. Is Yo Gotti the hottest rap CEO in the game? 
And he's I, so low key about it. He's one of them, it. definitely. Yeah, he's pretty low key. He just be chilling. And I love the fact that he's been coming with all his artists to their interviews. Like the newer artists, just there with them. You know, yeah, really I would, standing by them. I would say he's the 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 hot, the biggest right now. At least the hottest. Because mm -hmm. I mean, you know, Moneybag Yo got the highest selling album of the year. You know, Forty Two Doug is out here cooking. Mm -hmm. People love ESTG as an artist. I, you Black know. youngster. Yeah. I don't know. CMG, man. CMG. Salute to CMG. That's all I can say. Salute to CMG. Mm -hmm. All right. And listen, man, I want to salute my folks, uh, Zuri Hall and Debbie Brown. Tomorrow, the Black Effect Podcast Network is presenting Happy Gems virtual event with Debbie Brown and Zuri Hall. And... You know, it's BIPOC Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, BIPOC stands for Black Indigenous People of Color. And they'll be on there sharing tools on mindfulness and creating balance and manifesting happiness with your life. So tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern, Happy Gym's virtual event. Tickets are on sale now. You can go to the website, uh, I iHeartRadio.fm forward slash happy, happy gems. iHeartRadio.fm forward slash happy gems tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern. But you can uh, buy your tickets now at iHeartRadio.fm forward slash happy gems to listen to Debbie Brown and Zuri Hall tomorrow at 8 p.m. Okay? All right. Okay. All right. When we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. All right, now it's time to get up out here. Don't forget, uh, I'm heading to Atlantic City for a little bit. Uh, continue the planning of the car show, August 14th. If you haven't got your tickets, please get them. Cebel uh, celebrity cars, exotic cars, amusement rides, carnival games, family fun. Drink fresh juice. Are you coming this time? I, yes, I can drive there. Okay. All right, so make sure you uh, get your tickets if you haven't got them already. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do have a positive note, and it's simple. I've said this before a million times. I even said it during Donkey of the Day today. But why not reiterate it on this fine Wednesday? Accountability feels like an attack when you're not ready to acknowledge how your behavior harms others. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?